people. Thanks for listening to, listening to the last of the Flat Black Classic. And uh, remember, keep coming back because you deserve it. You earned it. Rain just would listen. Come, no, just listen. And you would no, 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 no. Just listen. Catch it in First vessels. of all, she had she drove an old van, an old did. Dodge van, one of the pop-up roofs with the engine in the middle that they don't make anymore. Yeah. That we ended up selling to the circus, but it didn't have steering uh, power it's steering. It's crazy out there in the I mission know, right I love now. It. it didn't have power steering, so she was buff from that. And then the way that we brought the water home to the cabin was through uh, pickle buckets, 10, 10 gallon pickle buckets, five twenty gallon gal five, 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 five gallon pickle buckets. So we would go to the marina, and we would fill up our pickle buckets and we bring them back to the cabin but the real reason i love rain is because you want to know what happens w why people get my wet. hair loves it really my hair loves I like, I like the, the fact rain. that you get wet i like i like I mean, not wet you too. getting wet but no. just the fact that people you're getting get wet, wet. I, I, I love it. I love what happens to my hair. I love what happens to the pavement. I love what happens to the smell in the air. Yes, no, that's a beautiful thing. I think that's one of the greatest things. But I remember last week we were lamenting. We were lamenting. We were like, rain, rain, rain. We were like Peter Gabriel rain dancing in here. Rain, rain, rain. Beautiful I think that rain. was the ecstasy that somebody put in your cider. No, that was what I was doing afterwards. And it started, no, no they didn't put that in my cider. Oh. They put that in my mouth. Oh, really? It was called Moon Rocks. Oh. I see. Some of the last. Speaking of rain, we're going to let it pour. Keep me dry. I keep it full when I go outside. I like the rain, how it trickles down the top of my hand. I got no need for coats and boots. When you got dirt, who needs you? So come get me clouds, I'm not afraid of you. Let it fall What's a rainbow for If it never ever rains Let it fall Let it fall I feel like myself again Two or three Thinking the sun had got to come to me Yeah, it'd been a while Let the puddles pile up in my head So I gotta dance, yeah Throw up my arms I've been waiting for the weather You'll never be warm Life is short, you got to learn How to dance in the storm Let it fall
6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... The Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Howdy, mutineers. It is I, Stolowitz, Dark Lord of the Sith, and several dive bars in San Jose. Every Tuesday night from 10 p.m. to midnight, join me in my quest to escape from the occult oubliette, a world of violence, intrigue, or spaghetti. Enjoy my insane rants about leftist causes, Midwestern witchcraft, the ascendancy of Skynet, and why neo-paganism is vastly overrated. I've got guests, music, comedy, and old Alan Watts lectures from the 70s. How can you resist? You can't. I put a spell on you. Ah! MutinyRadio.fm is an official shrine of the miraculous garlic of Mount Cavalry. We are not associated with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, except on Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Hope to see you there. Or hear you, I should say. <laughs> I love David Stolowitz. I hope you guys do check it out. Welcome back. This is live now. MutinyRadio.fm. You are tuned in to Friends with Jennifer's. I'm your host, Jen Eros, and I'm going to play some music for you as we're going to get started. I have a wonderful guest calling in today in just a few moments, so... Get your friends listening. Get them over to www.mutinyradio.fm. Hit that donate button or come on out to the studio, 2781 21st Street. See what we've got going on here. We've got a stage. We've got seats for 25, 30 people. And just a wonderful thing that we can experience together because this place is built on community. And here we are. Friends with Jennifer's is every Saturday... Places we've grown, all of us are done for.
So I look in your direction But you pay me no attention to you
you know how much I need you But you never even see me
Again, this is MutinyRadio.fm. You're listening to Friends with Jennifer. I'm your host, Jen Eros, and I'm looking forward to a great conversation today. My dear friend Randall Dark has been in touch with me over the past year and a half, and I'd love to catch up with what he's got going on now. Uh, no ordinary connection. I was on Stage32.com, and he was one of the welcoming people there for one of the Introduce Yourself weekends. And when I found out how much he's been involved in, and he asks me, Jennifer, how can I help you? That just starts off everything, doesn't it? To be welcoming, to be accessible, and there is nothing over the course of time that has changed my opinion on this is his character, this is who he is. So... He has some phenomenal things and insights to share. I'd love for you guys to be listening in. Uh, make sure when you go to MutinyRadio.fm, hit that donate button. We are looking for some upgrades before our comedy festival coming up in March. Uh, we did have a microphone go out last week, but it seems to be working now. And grateful for anything that we can that can keep us going because you know we do this for community we do this for the world uh we are not regulated by the fcc so yeah some of this stuff's not as filtered as you know you might need if you're listening at work from your laptop but uh glad you're joining us anyway you know what is the freedom of speech without responsibility to the fact that we have things to say we have truths to bring light to and i now have a call from randall dark so hang in there here's a little more cold play as i switch over On the phone we have today, Randall P. Dark. How are you doing there, Randall? I am fantastic. How are you? Uh, I am in agreement that you're fantastic, but you won't take that. You have no ego for it. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's a beautiful day today. Well, good. And you're in Austin, Texas today? Yes, I am. Um, I'm uh, in beautiful, uh, well, outside of Austin, uh, the rolling hills of Austin. That's where that's where I live, and I have my office. And so uh, every every day is uh, just a blessing. It's just so nice here, and the people are great. And uh, um, I get to watch the sunset over the rolling hills of Austin, and it's a, it's a good place to be. Excellent. Now, you're in Austin right now, but you told me a time ago when you were a teenager, you decided never to live someplace more than a few years. How has that worked out for you, and where have you been otherwise? Well, yeah, when I started um, my traveling and working. Like, I'm, I'm what's called a rainmaker, so basically wherever I live, you know, I, I write, direct, and produce theater, and then I got involved in high definition, et cetera, et cetera. But in the early years, my theater years, um, I started in Ottawa, and then I, I left Ottawa, and I moved out west, so Calgary, and I did shows in Calgary, I did shows in Banff, did shows in Edmonton, um, then um, came back into uh, uh, the States and, and uh, New York City, I was there for a while, San Francisco, Los Angeles, I was there for a while, um, and uh, now I'm in uh, beautiful, beautiful Austin, and my wife is from Georgetown, actually, which is north of Austin, uh, so we're we're not moving anymore, we're, we're here. And you're so settled I'm in. No more, no, we're, uh, we're settled in, we love our house, we love our neighbors, and uh, it's close to the nieces and her parents, so... Um, this is this is uh, where I am, and it's a great place to be. That's excellent. Um, yeah. So this is now your favorite place to be. What were some of the experiences in those travels that you're glad that you picked up along the way? Well, w- when I lived in New York City, I worked out at the Ed Sullivan Theater, and you know, one day we were doing. Um, some projects for MTV and Unplugged and Aerosmith showed up and I got to tour Aerosmith through the, you know, the the, the famous um, Ed Salmon Theater. There's, you know, that's not too, too shabby. That's not shabby at all. In fact, with my name, Jen Eros, I figured if I had a backup band, they'd have to be called the Eros Myth. So, nice. <laughs> I like that. At some point, we'll work on the music, and I've got to put a band together first. So, no, but, yeah, um, yeah New York City, Ed, the Ed Sullivan Theater, isn't that the same place where uh, David Letterman has also used that space? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's 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 been used and abused for many many years. At one time, I think I think it was called the Hammerstein Theater, and it was uh, in the early early years. It, it, it was a legit theater house, and uh, they turned it into a, a illegitimate TV studio. <laughs> now it's illegitimate. <laughs> uh, they turned it into a TV. You know, one of the first. TV studios and uh, the rest. Uh, the rest is history. Some of the most amazing acts performed on that stage. Wow! Over the years, it's, it's, it's just so great when to have a great history. So when you were using that as your office space, what what would a typical day look like? Who did you have working with you, and what were your projects like? There was a variety of different things. Um, we we did uh, a lot of shooting in New York City, obviously, because it's such an amazing 
you know, no matter where you look, downtown, uptown, crosstown, there's incredible buildings, incredible sights and sounds. Um, so we did a lot of shooting and editing there. Uh, we had, you know, first-generation high-definition cameras and first-generation tape decks, you know, reel to reel, and it was it was it was just um, an incredible time doing everything from documentaries to non, you know, fiction to. Um, yeah, music video. So it was, it, and I'll, I'll, just whatever we thought of, we'd go and shoot it and do it. So it was, it was a great experience. I, I, got, I cut my teeth uh, in high definition in the Intelma Theater, so that's not, that's not too shabby. Right. Well, and didn't you also take it to the NFL? Yeah, well, yeah, we we shot you know, we shot uh, one of the first, if not the first. I, I gotta check the record books. I don't want to step on anyone's toes, but <laughs> if, if not the first, one of the first uh, uh, football games, and and you know we showed it to the different um, people that are involved in the NFL, and we shot we shot hockey games. Did the same thing from with hockey. Um, we shot obviously soccer, which is a, you know a worldwide sport. Um, yeah. It's bigger than football. Hard, just hard to believe. Yeah. But so yeah, I got to do a lot of the uh, sporting events uh, in high definition. So it's, and I'm a huge sports fan. You know, I play every sport. I love sports. So you know, they had me at hello on that one. Right, right. And don't you have some brothers also that are into sports that kind of got you um, involved? Yeah, my my older brother Brett was was um, you know a, a really good hockey player and. Uh, and so he kind of supported me when I was, you know, younger and taught me how to be better at what I was doing. And, um, yeah, so that I got, I got, it's genetic, I guess. There's got to be some gene in there. Well, it's always better to have a sport when you're sharing with somebody that you're close to, especially if you're going to beat them up. It's got to be a brother, right? Well, I was the younger brother. Trust me, they all beat me up. Yeah, I was the younger sister, so I learned all about football doing the flea flicker. I didn't know I was the flea. I didn't know I was the flea. But, um, (laughs) no, we had a court across the street, and we get all the kids together. My my brother was the tallest, so, of course, he was always the quarterback. And you'd Mm -hmm. use the bottle cap for your quarterback on your hand, so he was always the seven-up cap and then would show the direction on his hand where he wanted you to go. So, yeah, the fake handoff to me was never quite as convincing as we hoped, but, you know, then he could pass it to the person he wanted to if I got to be enough of a distraction. So, um, but it was cool. I mean, six years older than me, you do what you can. I was involved. I was included. That was the best part. So, So, you're the youngest of... How many? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you have four. I, I, I have all boys? older brothers. All, all boys. boys. Yeah. So anybody out there that you felt like you were following in their footsteps or their shadow or everybody kind of went their own way, how would you describe that? Everyone pretty well went their own way. You know, my brother Shane, who's a, a world-class sculpture artist, you know, you know, I went into the theater and he went into the arts. And, you know, if you look at, if you, if people that are listening, if you Google search Shane, S-H-A-Y-N-E, dark, D-A-R-K, you'll see his sculptures are, are, are spectacular. As a matter of fact, he just, he just uh, has three 
huge ones in Toronto, and one of them is uh, is I think eight stories tall or seven stories tall and punches through a building. It's 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 definitely worth taking a look at. Right, and wasn't he just recently? Because this is when we reconnected after a period of time. You sent me a message that last night your brother Shane was inducted. Let me read this again. It just shrunk on me. Um, no, it, 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 it hasn't officially happened yet, and we're keeping it quiet. So oh, 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 oh. Okay, okay so hopefully nobody's listening to my show. We'll just put it out there later <laughs> that we knew in advance something, something. Shane's yeah, a great artist. Yeah. He's and a great artist. <laughs> okay, well, that's exciting, though. I mean, to yeah. see that they're doing well as well as much as I mean you've definitely forged your own way through life but to me it's always sounded in our conversations that you've been more than willing to share that adventure with the people around you how did you get involved on sharing things about high def or the other projects you were on well, the thing is, it's part of its marketing. You know, one of my my best friend, who happens to uh, be my wife, um, in the you know early years of, of high definition, when I had my company in Dallas, um, it's all about marketing. And if 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 people don't read about you, you don't exist. So one of the things that was really important was to market the company. And Kristen was a um, a good marketing, but also a really, really good producer. So you have, it's a team that you have. So when we would show up with, you know, a high definition truck, we had the best engineers, we had the best producers, we had the best camera people that I could possibly find. What's sad is I got most of the credit where it was really, really a team effort. Mm -hmm. I I couldn't have done all those fun things uh, in high definition in the earth, especially in the early years, without the incredible people that were working with me. Um, and I will say they work with me, not for me. You know, I always, I always, I think that's really important. It's how you, how you treat people is so important. Yeah. And, you know, there's, unfortunately, there's like a hierarchy at times and, and, you know, but I always went, my production assistant is just important as my engineer and should be treated such. Yeah. So, and I think that's a good message for people that are listening is that you're only as strong as your weakest link. And so make sure your right. weakest link is strong. Right. And, and, and by doing that is give them encouragement, give them good training, give them support. And uh, at the end of the day, it, everyone's happy. Yeah. And uh, but, uh, along with that, did you have some of the crew that would work together on, on multiple things or did you find yourself changing it up based on what the pro- product was that you were trying to create? No, I, no, most of the time it was the same group of people, the same crew I try to take with me. Um, because you know you get you get used to the team and they work like clockwork as a, together and mm-hmm. you know a, a lot of times the camera people would be booked so you, you you wouldn't have the exact same camera people but you know talent is talent just learning about about this planet there's a lot of very 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 talented people out there and 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 you, you know once you find them you don't want to let them go so i was i was blessed to be able to have some really good people with me well, especially on some of the things that you were focusing on, I noticed that you did a lot of documentaries. Can you tell me about what spurred your interest and how did the technology help to foster what you were trying to achieve? 
Well, I think the, the best example of that is, is one that we did a while ago called Macario as a Rising Tide. And, and I, I thought it was really important for us to do it for a number of reasons. Um, it told the story of, of, of the school in the Dominican Republic and why you need to feed children, why you need to educate them. And, and, it, it's, and it's, it's, a, it's about the school and, and these people. And I firmly believe that when you saw this documentary, Documentary on a high definition TV, a 70 inch TV. It's so real. It's like you're there, and you look at these kids, and and because it's almost like you could reach out and touch them. They're that real, and if you and if you evoke some sort of response, and and you would go, you know what? I want to help those children. Mm-hmm. So you'll reach into your pocket and you'll pull out a few dollars, or you'll go and and or you'll volunteer, or it doesn't have to be that. You just Macaros. It could be, it could be anything. But because because it was so real and so vivid, I believe it would touch you in a way that you would have to do something. And, and I think high definition. Um, one of the great things about high definition. Sure, sports are phenomenal, and and you know celebrity talk shows are fun because you know you see what they really look like. But I think one of the biggest things that have happened is documentaries, and not just mine. There's you know, there's Johnny Lemson, there's, there's like there's so many people like like Joni and, and Kristen and that go out and tell amazing stories. Um, you know that there's and and whether it's it's a story about children or educational, like you know, there's this friend of mine who's about to do a documentary about bees, for goodness sake, and mm-hmm. and how important you know the honeybee is, and 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 we learn from them, and we we share these experiences in a technology that makes you feel like you're there. So that's that's why I think it's so special now. Oh yeah, sorry, I dropped my phone onto the the panel here. Um, no, no, but I was remembering in in trying to get that expression of need across to people, it really seemed you were bringing the technology to the level of the need to make it so tangible for people to really have the experience that they were trying to be a, a beneficial part of the results. So mm-hmm. I thank you for that. Um, you can use that tagline any time. You know, Jen Arrow says, I was bringing the technology to the level of the need. So <laughs> That's great. Um, but you have a lot of other things that you've done for kids. And lately, um, don't you have a book in production that you're working on? Yes. Um, many years book. ago... Yeah, many years ago, I used to write and direct and produce a lot of children's uh, things. And then uh, some people came across Tell a Sasquatch, which toured Canada as a play, and they made it into an animated app that I really, really like, and they did a good job. And, and then I was going, you know, I, I want to I do another one. I want to do something that has vertical integration. So what I'm writing right now, it's, it's called... Easter Frog, the brains behind the bunny, and basically it tells the story of how the Easter Bunny came about. Because I've talked to what two hundred people, I've asked that same question: How did the Easter Bunny come about? And nobody knows. Well, I do. I know okay. how it happened, and and so I'm I'm writing the book slash play slash screenplay uh, right now. It's 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 the first draft is done, and you know you know I'm going to do a second draft. Uh, and then I'll start showing it around and see what happens. But um, 
it, it, it's a parallel. It's really about children um, and if, that are struggling, and then they look in the mirror and they don't like what they see, and they they get teased, and they you know how how difficult it is being a young child nowadays because they cell phones and people are mean, and so I'm disguising it by. The, you know, the, the the children are actually uh, the frogs in the book. <laughs> okay. So it's, but the it, brain's it, behind the money. I know you don't want to give yeah. too much of the story away until it's all finished, but um, I really applaud that you are taking that focus towards the kids. It's Yeah, I think we have to because it's, it's tough out there. And, and people, even... Uh, ourselves we'll look in the mirror and we don't like what we see so we we hide who we really are by pretending we're something else and 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 that's what the frogs do they they make bunny outfits and they crawl in the bunny outfits because everyone loves a cute hoppy bunny and bunnies are soft and cuddly and and acceptable yeah and it breaks the frog's heart that they have to do this but that that's what they have to do to deliver the easter eggs they have to be in bunny outfits wow and that is difficult, yeah. too, because uh, trying to figure out the skin we live in, you know, is yeah. it what we were given or is it who we become because of those trials out there, whether people are rejecting you or accepting you and what you're willing to bend to in order to have that yeah. acceptance. So it's an interesting uh, subject. I'm hoping that that project, um, do you have any idea... I know you're a perfectionist when it comes to your own special work. So, how, how long do you see before this will be hitting the shelves? As soon as I get funding. I'm looking for investors right now. Okay. That's so. good to know. So, if you guys are interested, get a hold of me and I can get you his information. Uh, sure. But, Randall, you also have a blog spot. Do you want to go ahead and give a shout out on that one, real quick? They can follow yeah, it's, you. It's, yeah, they can follow the adventures. It's just, you know, the. the you know, it's um, a, a really good friend set this up for me, and uh, it's it's a blog. It's Randall Dark Productions News. So if you if you go to the it's you know Randall Dark News Blogspot.com, and and what's fun about it is uh, it's got almost my entire history, starting from writing, directing, producing theater, all the way to um, you know being interviewed. Um, for different magazines, and what's, what I like about the, this is, it's not what I say about me; it's what other people have written about me. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not my train of thought, or you know, it's if you click on any of the dates on the right hand side, it's a it's an article telling you what I'm been doing. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's fun. So, it's fine that other people are willing to talk about you in this way. That's great. <laughs> well, I've been, I, I've, been, I've been lucky, you know, and blessed my entire career where I, I get to do really interesting things and, and people have been generous about writing stuff about it and putting it in different magazines. So, uh, and I'm, I'm not a... I, I think it's really, really important that we share our knowledge, share what we know. Uh, you know, I think that so many times it's behind closed doors. You know, it's you're not supposed to see behind the. You know, the no, you should let everyone look behind the door. 
share the information. Um, so you would be Toto pulling the curtains back from the Wizard of Oz, right? Oh, absolutely. I, I think we have to. We need. No, now, don't get me wrong. I think there, there's some things, you, you know, I'll go, Yo, you really don't want to pull that curtain. Because right. The, the magic is, is in, in, in what you see. But I, I think there are really good. Uh, the cover? Um, no, because you can just do things and move on. Yeah. So it 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 worked out well. I I'm not trust me. I'm not complaining. Right. Right. Just, Anywhere you can but, spread the uh, limelight, it doesn't hurt yeah, that badly. And, you know, yeah, and you know, I've been you know on the cover of Marquee Magazine and videography, and you know I've been. I've been just so, as I said, blessed to, to get to do really cool projects, and people want to read and they write about them. So it's 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 just a win-win. Awesome. Uh, beyond the book, what other things? I mean, I've noticed that you've been involved with what over two hundred films at this point. I don't have a full count because I'm sure you kept doing more since that was printed. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. But they're very diverse, you know. Whether it has to do with the ecology or you get a really sweet story involved in there, uh, something about knitting. I don't even remember half the <laughs> movies that you've done something about. Um, what draws you to a project like that? That, I mean, on the outside, just looking at the style, uh, none of them seem really cohesive except for the fact that you were involved at some level. So how do you yeah, choose? I've been able to um, do different projects for different companies, and everything fascinates me. So I, I look at, if you're the best in the world, whether it's knitting or um Building, you know, I shot guys that made violins. You know, how how do you make a violin? That was fascinating. That's so amazing. If you're really good at something, um, my career. Um, and and I'm not. And some people get pigeonholed, unfortunately, where they go, oh, he only does documentaries about wildlife, or he only does documentaries uh, about, uh, you know, buildings. You know, I, yeah, or I've she been, can only be in an action movie or a rom-com. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You get it. So I've been lucky enough to surround yourself with really talented people. At the end of the day, the documentary won't suck. To, because the people you're working with are really talented and really good. Right. Um, so it's a, and, and the thing is, too, I don't get bored easily with because I'm doing so many different things. So when I show up on location to do a, a, a documentary about whatever, like <clears throat> the Albuquerque Balloon Festival, I got to do a documentary about that. How cool. I got to go up in a balloon. You know, so and you talk to these people and going, you know, you do this many really amazing people. The planet is full of just so many cool people, and I get to meet a lot of them. So I feel that with you, you've always had, like you said, these blessings or this good luck coming your way. Has there ever been a moment where you've said, "Why am I doing this? This is not what I want to be doing," or had a? No. It's just always been a joy for you. Yeah, well, there's been situations, financial situations, where it's been very stressful and very difficult. Um, and and this point in my career, like if anyone's listening, I'm going, it's it, it, it's tough to to do. Even though I've done all these different things, people want young, fast, 
so right now for me to find projects and find funding for projects is very, very, very difficult because the world has changed. Everybody with a camera uh, and a computer is a writer, director, producer, cinematographer and can go out and do things, which is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the clients I used to have, I don't have anymore because, you know, they, they move on and the business moves on and, you know, the, a lot of the companies that, that I used to work with, they don't have the budgets anymore to do these sort of things, or they do it in-house. Um, so the, the climate has changed dramatically for, uh, for filmmakers, it's, and I think if the filmmakers are listening, they're all shaking their head yes going, it's, it's, it's difficult, mm -hmm. unless you're living in L.A. and you're doing it, or New York. Um, Chicago has a good scene, <clears throat> but it's, it's tough to make a living nowadays. Yeah, and as you mentioned, New People are gravitating towards L.A. and New York still, but I met you through Stage32.com, and what I liked about the principle of that is you could network from anywhere in the world with people of various yep. talents for your project. How much have you used that as a resource? Um, not, not enough yet. Um, I've only been on it for, you know, four or five months, I think. Um, I'm still looking at different things and um, I'm putting stuff out. Um, but I think it's a very, very important site, uh, like LinkedIn, uh, like Twitter, everything. Like some people hate Facebook for marketing, and they use it to, you know, show what their kid had for dinner. I use it. I use Facebook mostly for marketing. Mm -hmm. um, like I use LinkedIn. Like I use Stage Thirty Two. Uh, all these things are ways to reach. Theater. You look around. Everyone is looking at their handheld device nowadays. Mm -hmm. That's that's the world we live in. So mm -hmm. you've got to you've got to enter that world. You got to be part of it. Right, and Stage 32, it's it's more than a directory. It's it's truly, you have meetups in specific areas in the lounge. Yep. So if you are yep. just photographers trying to solve something, you can talk technically with other photographers. Or exactly. If, or you're looking to hire different actors or actresses that can do a scene where they're having to be submerged in water for a length of time. <laughs> you know, yep. it's, I've got a guy, I've got to float down the river like he's dead, and I found one through Stage32.com, so... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Um, but yeah. that's where I think the it's technology. A great yeah, it's it's interesting too because you can find out their timeline when they're available, if they're going to be in the area, if they can do the music from, as you said, Ottawa, Canada, or if they're in Spain. Like I have a connection now through Stage Thirty Two that she's helping me with some writing projects. Um, it's oh, a phenomenal outreach, and yeah, uh, I mean, this is how I got to meet you. So I love it. I thought it was amazing when you first connected with me um, for all the resources and, and the knowledge base that you carry with you that through this you reached out to me and so I thank you it's oh, my pleasure. it's emboldening because there is a lot of mystery to uh, how to navigate these areas and uh, which resources would be available without having to relocate yourself to LA or New York or one of these other hubs I know India has a huge uh, interest also I get people asking to join my site on stage32.com that are creating movies in India well I haven't been there yet but the opportunities open up so yeah. um, do you think you can maybe have your finger on the pulse of what the next wave might be since you've been at this a while you've seen trends over time 
Well, uh, I, I didn't say fortune teller was on your strengths. I'm just no, guessing. <laughs> no, it, it, there are certain things that are going to blow up. Like um, virtual reality in the gaming world is is, is going strong, and, and there's a following there. Uh, AR is is getting some attention uh, to some degree, but there's I've yet to see anything that's going to revolutionize um, what we do and how we do it in in the entertainment world. Uh, 3D is a one-trick pony. Uh, it, it, there'll always be 3D gimmick-type movies, and for some things, it's great. Uh, but is, is it going to replace the TV in the house? No. Um, we're not going to be watching everything in 3D. That's just not how it's going to be. Because um, there's, there's something about the way we like to watch our television and the willing suspension disbelief kicks in, and it, it, it can't be something that's artificial. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you watch a football game or a baseball game or a basketball game, you know, uh, it, it, it's a 12-camera shoot, and you get the best angles, and you don't need it in, in order where you want it in 3D. So I, I don't think there's any, to circle all the way back, mm-hmm. um, I don't think there's any technology coming out that is going to revolutionize or evolutionize mm-hmm. um, what we have right now. I was. I could be wrong. Yeah, well, I was interested this summer. We went in July for four weeks to Europe, and one of the things we did is we went to a museum in Germany, in Munich, and mm-hmm. they had a section on technology. And they had the Mickey Mouse telephone in there. They had a BART yeah. pass in there. And I was like, even cool. a Galaxy phone uh, was in there, a 2012 Galaxy phone. And I thought, this is like stuff I've got out in the back shed. <laughs> you know, the uh, the things that used to be carpet weights, you know, you used to use them until you didn't. And now everything is, uh, you wait for the day they put that sticker on your house that they're going to collect for e-waste. Yeah. Um, but some of these things going backwards, I think, also help to fortify. Uh, there are things that have not been reproduced into the new technology, and so you kind of still need uh, an operational set of equipment, whether it's for your VHS, for your wedding, or uh, some people don't have the access to transfer those over to digital. Um at what point does this speeding up the advent of technology, like you're always having new apps or you have new downloads or you have new upgrades, uh, at what point does it just burn it out to where it's not new anymore? Or you need to rely on some of the old technology anyway. You don't exactly make it totally obsolete. No, I don't think, you know, I... I that's a, that's a kind of a difficult question to answer. Yeah. Um, the technology that we have, that you know, that whether it's a, a Canon 5D camera or or whatever uh, image capturing device, you know, 
it it can be it can be around for twenty more years. I don't think it's going to go obsolete. And that you know, editing is editing. The, the, you may get a faster computer or you know a bigger um, drive, but at the end of the day, it's the it's the people that sit in the chair that or that carry the camera that shoot. That's that's the organic life forms create. Uh, technology is there to be used or abused, um, mm-hmm. but uh, I just think people are have always told stories uh, and will always tell stories. And uh, you know, you look at some of the documentaries that were done twenty years ago; they're they're fantastic. You look at ones that were done yesterday, and it's fantastic. So, talent is talent. Um, you know, if you look at if, look at the old masters. Uh, if you go to an art museum and, and you see paintings that were done in the 16th century, and they're spectacular. And you look at one that was done yesterday, and it's spectacular. So mm-hmm. um, it, 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 it always will be, I guess, is the quick answer. Yeah. And uh, I've said this before on my show, I'll share with you now, is uh, regardless of which medium you're using, if it's a microphone, if it's a paintbrush, if it's shooting film and a camera, uh, it's, it's akin to holding the taproot to the universe. You know, we just have this access point where we can bring things through that didn't exist before or need to exist in a new way. And so the creative process for me, it's just a wonderful saturation point when it can all come together and still speak truth to someone else. And uh, I appreciate the truth that you share with all the technology you've been using and your enthusiasm and that you've been going out and you're even on speaking panels at times. Uh, How does that invitation come out to you? Wait, I'm sorry. What do you What do you mean? Uh, you, you You've told me before that uh, to promote something new, instead of hiding the information, you're out there sharing it, getting out on, yeah. on panels that are uh, yeah. presenting information. How, where have you done this? What types of stuff have you shared? I, I you know, I'm a big fan of the Jack the Hole Wildlife Film Festival. I, I've spoken there a bunch of times, and, and you know, the Ojai Film Festival. I've spoken there, and the Dallas. Film Festival or Dallas Video Festival, um, almost any film festival that will contact me and, and whether they like me moderating panels or bringing some of my my uh, friends who are in the business. Um, and a lot of times I try to keep what we say really, really short and saying, look, I, I'm up here with five world-leading experts uh, in, in the entertainment industry questions and I think it's more important that we do make it as interactive as possible so when someone raises their hand they go do you have a question for anybody up here and 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 we, we keep the answers succinct and and short so we try to get as many answers and information as possible and I think most people want to do that they want to share what they know mm-hmm. you know and 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 help each other I think I think that's human nature now um, and I, I think that's really important that we do that and I love doing it. So if there's any film festivals out there that need help, give me give me a shout. Awesome, awesome. Have you had any surprises of somebody that was a fan of yours that told you how you specifically helped them in what they chose to do? Yeah, that, that I've been I've been, and I don't want to get into details of something like that because it's private and personal. But okay. you know the. 
the, there has been, a, you know, many people have come up and, and have thanked me and, or thanked other people on the panel. That, uh, because we, we like being inspired. And if you see something um, that you like and, and you go, man, I, I want to do that or I, I, I could do that. And, and that's, you know, one of the, I think one of the most important things about film festivals. You want to, sure, you want to show what you've done, but you also want to inspire. You want people to go out and be your competition. I love that. I think that's important. We get better by sharing information. I believe so, too. I believe so, too. Yeah. And, yeah, your spirit of generosity on that level, I, I really appreciate. So I want to tell you that, yes, you've made a difference uh, by being an example of who you are by what you do and how you bring oh, that you. focus to the things that really matter to the rest of us. And uh, we might not otherwise be able to see it were it not for your efforts. So thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure, and so, thank everyone who else is doing it. You know, you know, there's so many people out there that are doing the exact same thing, and we 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 need to turn to them, and we need to be be thanking each other a little bit more often. I think I, I think at times we take things for granted, and we shouldn't. Right, and and I know you've been ultimately patient because I've wanted to have you on this show for a while. Uh, we will be replaying portions of this uh, in the future, if that's all right by you. Um, oh, absolutely. But all of these shows are archived here at MutinyRadio.fm. And this, again, as a reminder, at the top of the hour, this is Friends with Jennifer. You're listening to Jen Eros. I'm your host, talking with Randall P. Dark. And, Randall, are there some other ways that people can follow you? You'd like to um, give a shout-out, give them some information, or other projects that you've done that they can look at that you think stand out and, and should be shared some more? Um, I, no, I, I think if you if you just Google search, um, that's one thing that's fantastic about technology. You just Google <laughs> search Randall Dark Productions, and a list will come up. Because some people may want to be may be interested in the uh, the PBS documentary on you know about the Albuquerque Bloom Festival. Others will, will may want to watch Macario's A Rising Tide, or you know the one about educating and feeding children, and and all all the other ones. So it's it's. Um, it's you know, it's easy by just going there and just scrolling and, and taking a look and picking out what you want. Um, we've tried to make it as easy as possible. And thanks to technology, it can be. So, <laughs> again, um, I'm going to close there, but I thank you so much for making the time for me today that you could... Oh, my uh, pleasure call in and enjoy that lovely wife of yours in Austin, Texas. Uh, were you guys getting much on the uh, hurricane front coming towards you? How have you been with the weather? Have, the weather here has been, been pretty pretty spectacular. We've been, we've been lucky. Um, it's been windy, but that's about it. It's mostly the, the other places are getting hit, but we've dodged it. Well, so I just want to thank you again for uh, having me on your show. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, anytime you want me back, just let me know. Absolutely. Thank you so much, dear. And, yeah, just uh, keep avoiding the hurricanes as you will. Stay lucky in life. Stay charming. Always. And I'll talk to you again soon. Thank Looking you. To it. Thank you so much. You Bye-bye. bet. Thanks. 
So this is, again, MutinyRadio.fm. You're listening to Friends with Jennifer's every Saturday, 2 to 4 p.m. Put a little music on for a bit. We'll come up with some other topics. If you have any questions, feel free to call me now at 415-550-0511 or stop on by the studio sometime. I'd love to chat it up at 2781 21st Street in Florida here in San Francisco. So thanks again for joining me. Little segue here and I'll be right back.
myself try that you do. Yes, that's Coldplay. And I've been just having a whole lot of great things coming together in the universe for me lately. I'm glad you guys could join me again at mutinyradio.fm for another Friends with Jennifer's. We've got a few minutes left. If you'd like to call in, the number again is 415-550-0511. Let's talk about all the things that you do. How are you bringing good things into your world? I was listening to something kind of positive, and I never wonder too long if this stuff works unless I'm going to put it into practice. And so I was actually coaching a friend of mine that I've met recently who's getting into a new relationship. And, you know, you talk to someone long enough and suddenly you realize they go into this tirade over on the side about things that are involved in their everyday life. And I thought, Well, shoot, if I'm going to listen to this positive stuff, let's see if we can try it on him. So I gave him this little task of go through your day and find 10 things, 10 favorite things in your day. And just make note of them. Uh, When we start focusing our intentions, we start to see the results. We start to shape our world around what we want to bring into us, raising our vibrational energy, all that new age guru shit, right? And I'm like, it's catching on. And some people seem to have a better grasp of it than others. But can it just in the margins of our lives make life better? And so he very promptly sent back his response, 10 amazing things, his favorite things. And as I'm reading through them, I'm realizing, oh my gosh, he's not talking to me. These are the things he's saying to his new girlfriend. I know that because number four is something that has never transpired between the two of us. And so I had to call him and say, you know that you sent that to me, right? This wasn't meant for me I hope I mean you'd be right about all counts just I'm not about to prove number four to you so make sure that your intentions are directed properly in the universe hopefully you guys are finding some benefit out of it um going back to mutinyradio.fm we do have openings still if you're a comedian and you want to be performing in March for our one week 
uh, we always promote this for a whole week long of comedy. You're going to have 40 comedians, but there's still openings. So if you're interested in getting involved in the March 2018 comedy festival hosted here at Mutiny Radio, uh, check in with us. You can give me a call, 415-550-0511, or check in with Pam Sedai. Pam Benjamin is here as our station manager and helping to put all these things together with sponsors and promotions and get your name on the list. It won't hurt to try it out. We've got a stage. We've got performance space. Uh Definitely, you get a lot of people coming through for the audience on these days because it's just a riot. It's fun. Uh, it does put off the regular show schedule, so if you're looking at March, um, check it out. I'll get you the dates to that real soon. soon is a now the 2018 comedy festival third annual is march 1st through march 5th five days 25 shows 40 comics from the usa and beyond at www.mutinyradio.fm and you can apply online to be part of this comedy festival um I was here last time, and it was just a phenomenal way to get started. I had only been at the station for a couple of months, and then March rolls around. And we have so many great people involved that I really hope you don't miss it. You do want to plan your parking. And uh, if I find that same parking spot as I did last time, you won't have to move your car. So... (laughs) But do check out our other shows. We have Ask a Divorcee on Thursdays from 8 to 10 p.m. The usual Sex Specs on Sundays 6 to 8. Old Soul Radio on Sundays 10 to midnight. This again is Friends with Jennifer Saturday 2 to 4 p.m. And boy, I hope you get to check out The Edge of Insanity if you haven't yet. On Sundays 12 to 2 p.m., that's with my good friend Paul Brumbaugh and I tell you he's been a great support to me also as I was coming up through the comedy world uh, at Above the Underground in Redwood City used to host a show there I've been out to the Pioneer he has so many different things going on I can't even keep up except for now the Edge of Insanity Sundays 12 to 2 p.m. right here at Mutiny Radio glad he joined us and I'm glad you're joining us too I'm going to play a little more music for you Call me at 415-550-0511 If you heard the interview with Randall Dark Again, he's working on a children's story And it's the brains behind the bunny How the frogs of Easter have anything to do with You know, getting those eggs out there And uh, working on the self-image from childhood on There's some fun things coming your way i hope you guys stay tuned in and also if you were paying attention to my september 9th show with mercedes i still have a few copies of the book remaining understanding men with power 
So please reach out to me, get me your address, I'll get those out to you. Or stop by the station and drop me a message that you're wanting one and I'll get it out to you soon. Here's some more Coldplay.
today after some fog in the San Jose area. Driving on into San Francisco today, I was noticing we still have a smog bank going on down the peninsula. All those fires, all that ugh in the air. But then the sun comes out again and we have a new day. And we have new hopes. We have new hopes in uh, a lot of ways as we're heading into the holidays with Halloween coming up. And we're hoping some of those people will just finally take off their disguises. It's been kind of crazy this year, politically and otherwise. Um, but it's been an interesting year personally. My family, my, my kids, both of my girls with boyfriends, my mom talking about who she might date. Oh my gosh. Sometimes you do want to say, stop the world and let me get off. But not today. Today's a beautiful day. Share with me what you've got going out in your world. It's 415-550-0511. Friends with Jenna Fitz relies on friends, so call me. Be a friend.
Fitz. This is your host, Jen Eros. We have a caller. Hold on. Caller, you're on the air. Is this Jim? This is Jim. Excellent. What have you got going on today for us, Jim? Well, I'm sitting here in Modesto with a finished draft copy of our book that's coming out in November for women, excuse me, woman nakedly painting flowers, drinking wine. Woman nakedly painting flowers, drinking wine. Yeah. Well, what else is woman supposed to do? Well, that's right. And in this case, (laughs) um, I have her actually painting these flowers in her garden. She didn't like the colors. She didn't like the colors of the flowers. And she was drinking wine. So uh, this is one of these things where I can't really tell you too much about the art, but there are 10 life drawings from me. Mm -hmm. And uh, my friend Gordon Preston, a poet here in the Central Valley, but uh, originally at San Diego State, sent me a poem to that picture and then added nine more. So we have a little book coming out. What a fun collaboration. Collaboration, totally unexpected. I didn't tell him what the pictures meant until after he sent me the poem. Oh, wow. So how did you come up with woman nakedly painting flowers in her garden drinking wine? 
Well, I was having one of those uh, drunken Facebook chats about 2 o'clock in the morning with our friend uh, Nadine Barrett, artist from this area, but also shows a lot in Sacramento, and been a guest on your show. Yes, I had um, an interview with each of you that I presented yeah. on the radio about three, four weeks ago. So we were talking about it, and I had this weird idea. The newest landscape for me would be a woman painting flowers in her garden and actually painting them instead of a landscape on canvas. Well, one thing got to another, and we started discussing, well, what garden? Well, Michelle Weber, uh, who's a curator for our little project, uh, Rolston's Goat for Art Walk in Modesto, suggested that uh, her garden would be good. And it has a porch rail, so I put that in. Well, how's she supposed to be dressed? Well, Michelle's been a model, and Nadine immediately said, naked, of course. Of course. And uh, Michelle agreed. And uh, what's, what else is she doing? Well, drinking wine, because that's what they were doing on the porch. So we hung up. Well, I'm still awake with this idea, so I immediately do this drawing that's a little more like Boopsy from Doonesbury. Right. But Gordon sees it after I post it on Facebook. It's a joke, you know, see, see what, what happens with it. And then I get this poem in the mail, unsolicited, from a local poet that I've met through Art in the Garden for some other art event. But I didn't know the extent of uh, Gordon's poetry endeavors, mm -hmm. which he's been doing for decades, much like I've been doing life drawing. So in the mail, I get this uh, poem, Woman Nakedly Painting Flowers, Drinking Wine. So originally the title had been Woman Nakedly Painting Flowers in Her Garden Drinking Wine, but that's a mouthful. And of course, being a poet, he edits. So Woman Nakedly Painting Flowers Drinking Wine, a painting by Jim Christensen. Yes, the petals first, the palette holding the pink, and the wine glass holding the pink and the tip of the brush, and the drops dripping the bloom intoxicated, and she is clothes free, stroking the stems and blossoms with color, her little dolls a target for purpose and pleasure. In the nude, her family of wine and art, and her garden of seven stems, seven bonnets, bare feet, elbow tipped for the month, the glass of rosé to come to next, yes, oh yes, by Gordon Preston. So that's what I get in the mail. I'm not used to fan mail like this. <laughs> of course. Pretty soon, Gordon asked me for my, my website, and he picks nine more and I get nine more poems so now we have this book and it's uh, an interesting starts with a collaboration becomes a collaboration and I didn't tell Gordon what the paintings mean to me um, until after the poems are delivered so that's been fun so that's part of our presentation so has he interpreted them the similar way that you meant them well, some of them. I mean, some of them go back decades. Uh, my friend Amy, who's been a model for quite some time and a personal friend, uh, one day is posing in my laundry room. Been a regular costume model because she holds a still pose and sleep. And I walk in, she's doing her laundry, naked. Well, it seemed like a life-drawing opportunity, so I drew her. <laughs> so it goes that far back, 25, 30 years and then kind of makes its way through things that Gordon liked the colors or the attitude or something like that. So 
This is called Ekphratic Poetry. So we have a, a little review from Connie Post, the Poet Laureate Emerita of Livermore, and the author of Floodwater, winner of the 2014 Lyrebird Award. Um, so she has on the back cover here, the paintings and poems in this collection are both graceful, eloquent, and beautifully blended. Each Jim Christensen painting and each accompanying poetic work are ethereal in and of themselves. When coupled with one another, they are joined at the hip and able to dance a tango across the artistic floor. As ekphratic poetry should do, the poems in this book reach across the bounds of description and stand on their own as literary works. Gordon Preston finds innumerable ways to shape his stanzas that delightfully take us to other dimensions. As in the poem for Chair in the Way, drawing, we are left with a knee-bending in worship that brings us home. There is much to find in this transformative collection and much you will return to. Well, we thought that was pretty good. That's a beautiful way of describing the adventure. Uh, how are, yeah, so these are in print now or they will be released soon? We're at the printing. We're uh, going to do a release party in Modesto at Ralston's Goat during the Art Walk in downtown Modesto on November 16th. Oh, just in time for and, gift giving. Well, we thought of that, too, and it's only $10. Now, we, that covers our printing costs. It allows us to give out some review uh, copies, one of which we're going to supply to you and Mutiny Radio for Friends with Genefits. Yay! Um, but this Everybody's is one where over here. Yay! Yeah, I mean you're doing these po- you're doing these author interviews and things like that. Absolutely, no, it'd be great to have a copy, especially for Mutiny Radio. And we'll have them available, of course, from Gordon and I directly, which I'll get that information with the uh, with copy of the book. But mm-hmm. it's a uh, kind of a fun thing to do. We're We've been offered more for the finished product. Our idea is we'd like to get this out to interested parties, just people that would kind of circulate it around. And, you know, it's uh, one of those things where we've had decades as both poet and artist. And I've done poetry myself, but I've never thought to do it this way. So this has given me an inspiration for another book of my stroked, afflicted kitty. I did uh, friends that my cat would know. And so I've been thinking of verses that might go with the 12 drawings I did while he was recovering from his stroke. Oh, yes. So it kind of opens up new opportunities for me. I haven't gone back to poetry for a while. And it's just uh, one of my interests that just came out of the blue in the mail one day. I'm so glad Gordon was able to... uh Introduce that added part of the concept to what you have going on with your art. That sounds like a lot of fun. I always liked that painting in particular of the woman in her garden. Uh, I was hoping to get either a t-shirt or a handbag or something. Are you going to take special orders, too, for some of the art pieces? Well, I'm thinking about that, but I'm soliciting... uh, I've had a lot of the... uh, women that have seen it have been interested in the t-shirt right off the bat but after my last t-shirt project with uh, open mic I've been told I should really consider getting out of the standard t-shirt and more into the women's style so um, I think because that painting when I put it up in a life drawing or uh, figure drawing show uh, which was all nudes basically 
people just smiled at this one because it's not the regular thing that you find in the gallery and uh, just puts a smile on people's face that we'll probably do that but I have to determine what kind of press run because I got to order two dozen apiece well at least make some coasters so we can put our wine down while we're painting yeah <laughs> we will definitely do that and uh, with Michelle Weber doing Nadine's uh, most recent thing in Modesto those shirts went well and um so I think as part of our presentation, we might do something like that. Exciting. Well, love to have something out here at Mutiny Radio. I can even show other people that they can buy. Uh, we were reminding people about the beginning of March. We're having the next comedy festival. And it would be really mm-hmm. great if we had a run of whatever you have that we can help boost the numbers for our fundraiser for MutinyRadio.fm. I certainly had fun when I was there. Um, that was that was fun, just a couple of sessions I attended. And I know it's more than the time I had allowed, but doesn't it run all week? Yes, it's uh, 25 shows, 40 comics, and they're still having yeah. sign-ups on Comedians, but that's coming to a close fairly soon. So getting the word out, if they want to perform, this is the time to get involved. Yeah, and that's one reason why I want to uh, have some copies with Mutiny Radio, because I've shown in San Francisco in the Bay Area, Gordon's done presentations around. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably be doing other runs of printing once we get these first hundred out. Um, that sounds great. Test the waters on it, but we'd like to circulate it with our friends in the area. Of course, of course. Now I'm I'm hoping to read through that poetry really soon so thanks for getting me a copy oh yeah uh, uh, you were on uh, one of our top ones on the list I released it on Facebook today what we're doing um, we're contacting our media contacts of course mm-hmm. and of course I share my generous and uh, uh, different things when you do your live thing on Facebook promo and that sort of thing so you know, just wanted to, to tax the show a little bit because we know it's a good show. Absolutely. And uh, anything someone else wants to do to help sponsor these shows, you can contact us directly as well. So, um, Jim, thanks for sharing that. I think I'm going to turn the music back on. I've got to make way for the next host coming in. Um, but I'm really glad you had the time to call in today. That helps a lot. I'd like to know well, what's I going on. So. Yeah, and I, I hope maybe on your Facebook Live you might give us a, a shout-out with the copy of the book. That would be so. great. I can arrange that easily. Well, thank you for the spot. I will talk to you later. All right. Say hi to the cats and mom. Will and do. And save me some wine. I feel like will painting. Do. Okay. <laughs> bye. All right. Bye-bye. today's show of friends with Jennifer's. thanks for tuning in once again at mutinyradio.fm 
I hope you've been paying attention. We've got so many things coming up. It's uh, nice to see all those friendly faces as you guys come out here for the festivals, help support MutinyRadio.fm. And if you're looking for a spot that maybe you want to host, we still have some openings here at the station. Uh, Get in touch with Pam. She's our station manager. Uh, You can go to MutinyRadio.fm, check out all the archives for all the podcasts, list yourself on the RSS feed updates so that you don't have to miss a thing, because we like having you along. I hope you guys have an amazing Saturday, and I'll see you again. I'll be chatting at you again next week. Every Saturday, 2 to 4, Friends with Benefits. Thanks for tuning in. How they shine.